0: Okay, hello everyone, and today we will be studying the Mishnah for Monday, March 7th. It is going to be a quick one today. The Mishnah says like this, we are in the 4th and 5th Mishnah, in the 4th chapter in Masechet Dama'i. Mi kara okay. trumas shal meister What happened was, is you had already separated, or more precisely designated, part of your produce as truma for the Kohen or as Meister Ani from Demai, but you didn't have a chance to give it before Shabbos. So as we spoke about many times, you once you designate part of the pile, the other pile becomes permitted to eat. You, so you can eat that. It's just you want to take care of this gift of the tithing for the poor and the trumer for the Kohen. The mission tells us, lo yitzelim be Shabbat, you should not gift it on Shabbat. Don't Go over to the poor person or the Kohen on Shabbat and give it to him then. The reason is, is because the actual designation is prohibited on Shabbos. The reason why designation is not allowed on Shabbos is because that's looked at as like a tikkun. It's like you're fixing something. Uh, the same way many hold you not allowed to dip a new utensil in the kalem mikvah on Shabbos because now you're making it permitted. So that's sort of looked at as a... Fixing in a ritual sense, therefore, becomes prohibited on Shabbos. So lo yitzlim is Shabbos, you cannot gift it on Shabbos. Now, so, Let's say this Kohen and poor person always eat by you every Shabbos. Every few weeks, you know they're by you for lunch. So therefore, you'd be allowed to invite them because in this case, it's it's not like so apparent that you're doing it as chumas meiser and meisanis. So people won't come to think that the designation itself was done on Shabbos, or they won't come to think that designation is permitted, you're just inviting them to eat. It happens to be that the truma, you know, is, is supposed to be eaten by the Kohen, and the Maiser is supposed to be eaten by the poor. However, the mission does conclude, if you do invite this Kohen and poor person, again, you invite them regularly, and they're in your house for Shabbat, you're allowed to feed it, feed it to them, you must tell them that it is truma, and it is Meister. And the reason for that is, is that now they won't feel as indebted to you if you had actually given them you know, food that belonged to you and had to be eaten by you, or could have been eaten by you. In other words, a Kohen or an Ani feels less indebted to pay back the giver when anyways the Truma and Meiser has to be eaten by them. Uh, so therefore, it's considered like Geneva Dat, uh, if you do not tell them that this is in fact Truma and Meiser meant for them. So again, the point of this Mishnah was that although designation is not allowed on Shabbos, gifting is theoretically permitted. However, the rabbis came along and prohibited the gifting because you might come to designate. However, in the case where it's not so obvious that you're giving, there is no rabbinic prohibition. Next Mishnah. Okay, I just read the whole Mishnah for you. We're in the fifth Mishnah. Basically, you went and sent an agent, a messenger. Please go buy produce from somebody who is trustworthy. Meaning, this agent is a ma'aret. You really wouldn't trust him. But you asked him, you know what, please go buy from somebody who is trustworthy. The Mishnah tells us that the messenger is not believed to say he bought it from a trusted person. Since the agent himself is not a trustworthy person, he's not believed to say he did get it from a trustworthy person. However, if the sender said go get it from this person, may ishploni from a specific person. In that instance, the messenger is believed to say he got it from that specific person because it's very easy to find out whether he said the truth. The sender could just say, You know, oh, let me give him a call. Let me see if, in fact, you did buy from him. So if you name a specific store, then you do trust that the guy got from that store. If you just were sort of vague and said, get it from someone who is trustworthy, then that's not good enough. Now, let's say you sent him to a specific store and the agent comes back and says, this store was closed and I got it from somebody else who is trustworthy. Says the Mishnah that the agent is not believed because at this point there is no way to prove whether he is in fact saying the truth or not. Um, So the only time you're going to believe an agent who is an Amaretz is if you say get it from a specific person, and in fact, he lets it be known that he did get it from that person. Okay, hope that was all well understood. I think it was a pretty easy Mishnah today. So that concludes our learning for the day. As always, I thank you so much for taking time out of your day to study some Torah.